Hello and welcome to episode 231 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host Mark Hamer and joining me tonight for this intimate little one-on-one is Mr. Mark Chazzy Ray. Hello. How are you doing fella? I'm doing well mate. I'm doing very well. You doing good? You. Yeah. Good. Um, sorry it's been a few weeks since uh, we've done an episode. Uh, you know it's summer, holidays, busy, hot, it's a- tired. <laughs> difficult sometimes to find above. time yeah. to play video games let alone get you know clear an hour or so of an evening to talk about it and then edit it and then upload it and whatnot mm. so um yeah sorry about that everyone needs a holiday every now and then exactly and sometimes you just need to like sleep <laughs> um so yeah, uh it's probably going to be a bit of a quiet um probably quite a concise episode there's not a lot going on in the news. We're in that sort of like fallow period between Summer Games Fest and um, Gamescom, which yeah. is in August, right? Yeah. Towards mid to late August. So there's not a lot going on at the moment in terms of news. Um, and I know we did promise that that we'd have another one of our special like uh, topic episodes, either a film or a game, uh, and we are going to do one very soon. Uh, but as you can hear, there's only two of us tonight, uh, and Chazzy doesn't watch films. Don't so, films. um, no, that's it. Chazzy doesn't have time for films. <laughs> it's not, not um, that I have time. I just don't have the, uh, I don't, literally don't have the concentration span for them. Really? Oh, it's oh, bad, enough. man. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm that annoying guy like you, and you're sitting there watching, watching, you're not even watch like the Super Mario Brothers movie with your kid. Well, yeah. So like I'm I'm the kind of person who's like sitting in the front room and then like the f- film goes on and 15 minutes in I I get up and go and get a drink and then I sit down and I get up and do something else and then I walk away I just can't sit still and sit through a film and so like with the Super Mario Brothers film like we took like my son to go and see it and he brought mm-hmm. toys along and <laughs> I was just sitting there playing with his little Mario and Luigi toy for like uh, like just fiddling and messing about I just can't I just can't sit still just not my I've had to um start getting a lot more um what's the word I'm looking for um picky maybe I guess mm. uh with the sort of things that I watch uh and I've th- I'm trying to set myself a rule that if I'm if I'm watching something and I find myself looking like reaching for my phone to scroll yeah. through Twitter while I'm watching it then it ain't worth my time that's it uh and I'll stop watching it because it obviously doesn't have my attention enough to drag me away from watching Twitter slowly implode. Yeah. No, that's, um, um, but yeah. Speaking no. of which, have you signed up for Threads yet? Yes, I have. I have. Can't oh, get. Have. I can't oh, get Chazzy on. You? I can't get Chazzy on there. Oh, you can't get Chazzy on anything though. Can no, you? I know because recently, and I don't know what this phenomena is, but um, so I spell it C H A Z E right? Mm-hmm. And now, recently, if I try and sign up to things, it says. This is a rude word. You cannot use it. And I can't work out what part of it it is unless it's the A double Z in his as. But and I, I'm allowed to I've got I've got basement shacks on uh Twitter and Instagram. Mm. And that literally contains the word semen and they're all right with that. Whereas <laughs> like Nintendo, Sony, um Xbox, they aren't cool with it at all. So, oh, so I don't know, but I decided. So what, what are you on? Uh, on I decided to go now? real. I decided to go sort of semi-real name and actually be an adult. Oh no, you use you use your government name. That's it. Well, sort of. 
You gave Mark Zuckerberg your government name. He's got it anyway. Let's be honest. The million different things I've signed up for. I'm on Facebook. That's my official name on there. But yeah, it's under... Don't worry, I'll bleep this out so no one can... That's all right. Right, I am following you on threads. I can say, it's under bleep, 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 bleep. So far, I don't know. I mean, I didn't bother trying Mastodon. I never got a Blue Sky invitation. battling it out, right? I mean, yeah, but threads has a massive advantage in the fact that, like, Instagram has a gigantic install base already. Like massively dwarfs Twitter. Um, Elon's taking it super well, as you may have expected. May have, like <laughs> yes, yesterday, silly, yesterday he was like, well, yesterday he was liking tweets by uh, his engineers saying like, oh, we can't wait for Threads to launch. It's great to have competition and blah 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 blah. Uh, and today he's trying to sue Zuckerberg for, <laughs> for like, for he's trying to sue Zuckerberg. Like, I mean, honestly, fucking let them fight. Like, uh, yeah, I don't care. Whoever wins, we all lose. Hopefully they kill each other when they finally do get in the octagon together. But um, he's trying to sue Zuckerberg for hiring the former Twitter staff that Elon fired. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So. Like, that's a thing. That's a thing. Jesus. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all very, very funny. Mm, um, very. So I saw someone describe uh, threads as like, instagram's pvp server um because <laughs> there's already a lot of like dunking and shit posting uh, oh, and i am i'm fully there for it yes, i enjoy it a lot um but yeah, in terms of video game news there's not a lot uh a really yeah it's kind of a bit dead which is fine because there's actual games to play yes, um and we've played a few mm. we've got a couple of big ones we'll save to the end yes um but what what's uh, I, I hear you've been enjoying some uh, some Lego goodness. Yes, mate. Um, I have got into the Lego Star Wars. Uh, no, sorry, Skywalker Saga. So yeah, a bit of so Star Wars. So this is this is all nine films, right? Yes, all nine films. Because they released like there was the old. Um, they did the. I think they originally did just the original trilogy yeah. and then they released it again with the prequels in there. I want to say and now it wasn't like, voiced, so it was like all no. the original kind of, you know... Sort no, of, none of those old ones were voiced, no. Yeah, so... Um, mm-hmm. Like that, it was all Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all those old Lego ones are. So yeah. this is like a redone version of the all nine films, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's like reimagining. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's so much in this package for like what you get for the, for the money I paid for it. And he only paid like 20 quid for it. But like you say, you get nine films, but then each film is then split into uh, various levels. So basically big moments from the film that they've sort of tried to make into different game, like different interesting bits to do. Pardon me, sorry. Bit, it, different interesting bits to do, basically. So like uh, obviously started with A New Hope first. Because I just wanted to to see how that kind of scanned across the film as I remember it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like I say, there's like lo- re- lots of really like the voice acting's really good. Um, you you start off in like a hub world, and then it sort of s- spirals off into the different films. So that's quite interesting. So it just the whole thing feels vast. That's the best way. Can I can you describe um, 
Can you tackle them in any order? Can you yeah, like yeah. pick the order? Well, what I found was that's a big thing with Star Wars fans, isn't it? It's like yeah. there's like this you go chronological there's like the, or, yeah. the chronological order or the release order, but then there's also like alternative orders that people recommend you watch mm. the films in as well. So you can do um, all that. Does it cover? Is it so Skywalker Saga? I guess does it just cover the nine core films, or nine does it core. also include like? No, it doesn't have. Does like include Rogue, Rogue One? One. No. Um, okay, cool. No, but there there'll be like little nods and bits like all the way through each different you know film. Yeah, yeah, it might like sort of call back to certain things that may have happened in other films, but yeah, on on the main, it's yeah core nine films. Tackle them in any order from the hub, but also what you'll find is that you will need to open up certain abilities in certain films to then be able to go back to other like they've metroided it massively so like i was i'm currently i did uh episode four so new hope and then i went back to episode one phantom menace was my second film but in the phantom menace i'm now finding that i need to finish return of the jedi to unlock an ability to come back to unlock kyber crystals to then get more abilities to be able to do other stuff so you've got to go around hunting and searching and, and also do all, all the rest of the uh films to be able to unlock stuff to then actually get more powerful and blah 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 so there is it does seem like there's a certain order they want you to do it in but I've, i must have gone off order but um yeah so far okay. it's so far so good i'm really enjoying it lots of really fun interesting little bits and bobs to uh to do like just as a little spoiler um in phantom menace there's a the gun the gungans you know um what's his name jar jar binks's people they have, yeah, have yeah, that, yeah. they have that big fight with all the tanks and the droids coming towards them and you've the got stupidest battle ever this is it right it's a film so you're jar jar and you've got to sort of find these bombs but you have to stand on them and like run along on top of them to get them to the cat the bombs to the catapult you load the catapult up and then you then start going to like um See, was it the C-130 kind of view of, you know, like from um, Modern Warfare, where mm-hmm. you like oh, yeah, yeah, dropping yeah. bombs onto these just like big tanks and that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, you're firing the bombs out of a catapult and just taking out massive swats, waves of a battle and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's stuff like that. So it's not just, oh, like run, like the old kind of games where you're running around and you're on a level and, you know, you just bash everything and get all the gems, uh, gems, uh, studs, and you know, beat everything up and get and smash everything and build to find what you need to build to move on. It, it they are they are throwing in loads of different types of levels and different interesting puzzles and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, like I say, it just it just feels like there's so much of it at the moment. Like it just for for twenty pound, the amount of game you've got in there is just phenomenal. And like I say, when you've got that backed up with Is that all it costs? Yeah, it was like I've got it on a ridiculous deal. Like it was, Oh, okay, right, yeah. right. So it's it's like, it's not like a reduced cost no, thing. No. What the RIP is. But it's out like let me have a look at the moment. But it's it's but the thing is, is like everywhere at the moment is just like because it's on um it's on Game Pass. So people are Oh so right. Are it's currently it. like off. Three is on um, Green Man Gaming. It's currently thirteen pounds sixty. This PC. is what I mean, right? So it, because it's yeah. on Game Pass, people are just selling it off cheap. So I thought, well, you know, Game Pass is going up in price. If it gets to the point where I'm, I can't pay for it, then um, at least I've still got it, right? And I'm and the idea was is I bought it for my machine down, so I've got an Xbox mm-hmm. Series X upstairs, like the most recent one, and then I've got the Xbox, Xbox One X. One. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, always confuses me. But yeah, I've got one of those downstairs mm. in the front room. So essentially what I do is if I don't fancy playing something upstairs, I'll just transfer it to one on Game Pass downstairs and play it, play it down there. And um, yeah, so that's Did what I'm doing. Did you say um, Game Pass is going up in price? Yeah. Yeah, it's going up a couple of good. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I, see, I, I don't pay monthly. I did the um, buy three years worth of Xbox Live uh, and then upgrade to Game Pass Ultimate for a pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're still you're still in that in the throes of all that, is it? I'm done. I've got I've got Game Pass until Christmas 2024. Oh my god. Yeah. I wish I wish I'd have done that at the time, but I was too cheap. But I mean, yeah. can, you can still do it. I, I think it, like it's a it's a it's a chunk like initial payouts uh, is a bit yeah. of a chunk. It was like nearly a, nearly a hundred quid for three years worth of Xbox Live nice. arcade uh, Xbox Live Gold. Right. But then. You literally just chuck Microsoft a pound, and they will convert all of the uh, three three years is the maximum you could buy. If you give Microsoft a pound, they will convert all of your like uh, currently banked Xbox Live Gold uh, into Game Pass Ultimate. Right. Ah, oh, okay. So, yeah, and, then it and sort that, of takes that deal's yeah, yeah, that deal's still going. So as long as you can find you know um, cheap codes hmm. for Xbox Live, then. I mean, I don't know how long that'll carry on going for because they're still in there, like trying to get more subscribers um, stage of the uh, of of Game Pass. Um, so I, th- I think that deal's still going. Last time I checked. So looking at anyway, this, just reading back on it, it looks like it's a US, Japan, Chile, Brazil, and Colombia that are getting price increases. But I would imagine that'll be coming our way pretty soon. So yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But yes, yeah, Skywalker, um, Skywalker Saga absolutely would definitely recommend it um, because yeah. it is it's not um, too con- I always find the earlier um, Lego Star Wars games a bit confusing even though they're made for kids because I overthink it a bit too much but with this mm-hmm. actually do you know what it, because there's like a big open world section um, on Tatooine that you kind of run around in and it, there's no kind of there's no pressure there's no kind of you know, oh my god, I haven't done this correctly. It just, it's just, there's no barrier to kind of the fun, and um, I'm just yeah. enjoying it as, as something to just relax and just sort of waft my way through. It's really, really good fun, and like I say, it's a real package of awesome stuff. You know, for not very much. So yeah, thoroughly enjoying it, man. Mm. Yeah. Good. Um, I've got a like grip of um. Batman Lego games to mm. play at some point because I bought a collection on um, Humble Bundle yeah. ages ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, it included like one. the yeah the Arkham trilogy, Arkham VR. Uh, it didn't have the Telltale Batman stuff, which is a shame because mm. I, I wouldn't mind playing through this at some point. But but it has all the uh, Lego Batman. Uh, where is it? Yes, yeah, well, uh, Lego doing. Batman, Lego Batman Two. Uh, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. I'll tell you what's really uh, good. I'm playing, I haven't I was, played them. Yeah. I'll tell you what's really good is I was playing with my son is the um, Lego Super Villains. Right. That's like a more open world, almost sort of Lego City type version of, of that. But you play it from the villain's perspective and that's really good fun. Mm. Really well acted as well. Mm. The last... Uh, I'm, 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 I've been sorely tempted by that racing game they put out. Um, mm. Yeah, I haven't heard the greatest reviews, but then I think it's one of those ones where it's you're either into your silly arcade racing games or you're not, you know, and you know, yeah, and they're not for the. I majority. saw 
I saw one review and it was very good, but mm. uh, one is not much of a sample. So mm. um, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. The Star Wars Skywalker Saga is currently in the Steam sale for thirteen pounds. Yeah, it's and twenty well pence. So pff, I'm tempted. Um, I, I had, the last time I played a Lego game all the way through was like. Uh, the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, <laughs> right, okay. one of those ones, yeah. a long time ago. Uh, on like PS3, I want to say. Um, wow. that's a long time ago. I'm kind of tempted to pick this up, but like so much, so so, so little time and so yeah. many games. This is it. I'm in the Hunter sale. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm now in that the throes of um kids games, right? So my son has now yeah. discovered the consoles, and he's getting into them. I so. mean. He's a big Sonic fan, so um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Sonic games. Um, about three weeks ago, uh, three or four weeks ago, I bought uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales on PC, and nice. I installed it. Haven't touched it yet. Really? Oh. It's just sat there waiting. I want to play that. Really uh, so do I, but like, there's too much, too many is, games, not enough times. Um, by the time I get around to playing it, the the next one will be out. So I've got 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 to get in the case soon, or some, you know. Yes, it's not going to be worth playing. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll talk about uh, mm. another game I played, and then, then we can talk a little bit about, uh, before we get into the big stuff, we can yeah. talk a little bit about Steam Next Fest, because I think we played a couple of demos each. Um, I started about uh, three or four months ago, maybe a bit longer ago. I decided um, I'm going to get into baseball. Uh <laughs> Because it's like I've tried to get into American football, uh, it doesn't grab me. I don't understand it. It's way too stop-start. I understand that it's like really, really tactical in like a you know, in a turn-based tactics sort of way, which yeah. like should appeal to me. But I don't understand all the plays and whatnot, and I ain't gonna learn. <laughs> um, basketball is really fun to play. I find it incredibly boring to watch. Yeah. Um, and ice hockey is. Uh, it's difficult. Uh, I don't, I don't find park, any... right? Yeah, you know, I mean, back back when I used to watch it on like Channel Five SD feed, um, it was almost impossible because you couldn't see the puck. No. Uh, I'm sure it's better now, but I can't find anywhere that shows it. So pff, <laughs> uh, I'm not paying for a subscription. No, um, whereas like baseball, um, Friday night baseball matches are included in Apple TV Plus, uh, oh, okay. and um. The like, if you have just like a regular Sky, like sports sports mm. package, package BT Sport shows a lot of the games. Um, plus, they put out like extensive highlights um, for the matches, and the good. This is one of the good things I quite like about it. It's because like baseball season is about six months, and they play something like a hundred and thirty games in that yeah. space of time, and so they're playing like they'll play nine games in ten days. That's madness. Um, just it's, it's crazy. On. Yeah. It is constant, but it means that, like, so I, you know, I picked um, Toronto Maple Leafs. I wanted mm. to pick a team that was on the, not Maple Leafs, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Maple Leafs are the hockey team. Um, I wanted to pick a team that was on the East Coast so that they were going to be reasonably easy, reasonably easy to watch mm. in terms of like time difference. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to pick a city that I'd have been to. Um, I've been to Tampa Bay and it fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> And I couldn't pick. Uh, like it was the choice of like Toronto or New York, yeah. and like, um, uh, of those two, I prefer Toronto to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so, 
pick the Blue Jays. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's Blue Jay highlights to watch every single, um, every single like morning when I get up in the morning. I'll turn it on. There's like, oh, there's 10 minutes awesome. worth of Blue Jays highlights to watch, which is good. Um, but the re- one of the main reasons I decided to get into it is because like for that sort of game, mm. um, like, you know, I really enjoy, I really enjoy certain disciplines of cricket. Test cricket, I find just yeah, hard tedious yeah hard to watch it's it's it is because it's fucking boring but like uh 2020 mm. ticket uh cricket and like yeah. um yeah. stuff like that okay. great tickets to the hundred that's that's what you want to get into mate i know i know we watched the hundred last year yes. uh we just picked whichever was our favorite crisps that's it uh, and supported that team <laughs> um but uh cricket video games kind of suck yeah yeah uh, and they've always kind of sucked. Brian Lara Cricket Brian was Lara's okay, cricket but, it, was but right, it still but, kind of yeah. sucked. Whereas, like, MLB The Show, as a series, mm. is incredibly well-polished, um, well-put-together, like, solid video game package, like the yeah. sort of thing that you would have, like, like, an EA would put out. But it's and not also, it's made by Sony. Like a really weird, yeah, like this weird situation where it's a Sony-produced game, but on Game mm-hmm. Pass because they bought the yes. developer after they were on Game Pass. Is that right? Uh, no. no, no, they've always owned it. MLB okay. The Show used to be, I don't know if it was like, was it platform exclusive? I don't know. But now it's not. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you load up the MLB The Show 23 on Game Pass, it says like, you know, PlayStation Studios. The same as like when you loaded up it's Death so Stranding weird. on PC Game Pass, yeah. you say like um, PlayStation Studios or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is the first one I played. Um, I managed to pick up the basics of baseball like in one evening it's not a particularly complicated game there's a lot of like weird intricacies and rules and stuff like that that i'm still learning about um there was uh the other week there was the london series games like every uh they they tried to have it every year but it got interviewed into interrupted for a few years by covid but having like um a couple of um major league baseball teams come over to the uh to west ham's ground and play like you know a couple of games um and uh, the coverage there was really, really good because it was like, this happened. Here's why it happened for dum dums who don't understand baseball, yeah. which was perfect for me. Almost like the like, Channel Four American football coverage that we used to have back in the eighties, like real, yeah, yeah. Really explain. I think they still do that whenever there's like the when they have like the uh, American football exhibition matches mm. in London. Yeah, um, every year, like the commentary will try and accommodate for people yeah. who don't have my favorite grow up that with the is um when you, when you try and watch the the international the dota thing and they have they literally have a, like a, a scrubs channel on twitch and it's got oh, proper camera commentators to like basically talk you through it and even yeah. that i get lost it's a very complicated yeah. game I, I like i feel those games are just incredibly unfriendly to beginners oh god yeah um which is why i never really try, tried to get into either dota <laughs> or I did. I've got a whole YouTube series about me, basically someone trying to teach me how to play it, and it's hilarious. (laughs) I know. know. How did that work out for you? Awful. Yeah. I got got my head around it and actually really enjoyed it, but like then he went, right, and just dumped me into a game with a load of like actual players, and I was awful. Did you get called a scrub? I got shouted at. Yeah. I I got told you the thing is, the first time I played League of Legends online, I got shouted at, and I was like, do you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) I don't need this in my life. I'll go back to playing Heroes of the Storm. That's it. Instead, um, baby's first MOBA. Uh, yeah, baseball. Baseball. Um, 
So MLB the show is like a really really good package. I've like uh, like it's a really complex package. I like I barely scraped the surface mm. of it. There's like um, franchise mode where like you create your own baseball team. Um, there's uh, normal modes where like you know you select a pre-existing baseball team and you play through and try and get to the World Series or whatever. The mode I was playing was like um, where you create a player. Oh, okay. You, you yeah, create yeah. you create yourself in the game. Nice. And you choose which team you want to play for, uh, and you get drafted for that team. Now, because it's like um, the way that uh, when you when a player gets drafted in baseball, they don't they don't go straight into the um, you know the major league version, the major league team. Yeah. They'll go into like the minor league affiliates. So you start off playing like double A baseball, You're and then you the work your way up, and working your way up to the Premiership. Well, you right? start in like League One, League and then you one, get pulled yeah. up to the Championship. If, if if like a Premier League club had like a subsidiary in the Championship, and then one in League One, and then one in League Two, yeah, like Man City, and C, they could B and I, yes, yeah, like they do in in Spain, yeah, yes, where where, the, where they have like a B and a C team that also play in leagues, and they can pull players up from. Um, the B team and send them down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been playing that for a while. I I've made it up to uh, AAA baseball, which is like the the level below Major League, but I haven't been okay. called up to the Blue Jays yet. But I'm having good fun with it. I modelled my player kind of on. Um, there's a player that that me and and my partner have, are kind of obsessed with. This guy called um, Shohei Otani. Right. Oh, um, I know him. I've seen a lot of clips uh, of him. Japanese yeah. player who plays for the LA Angels. Um, yeah. So in baseball, you're either good at hitting or you're good at pitching. And you don't do one or the other. Pitchers don't hit uh, and hitters don't pitch. Yeah. Like they field, but they don't pitch. Um, there was like one other player who did, um, who you know, a, a name who everybody's heard of, you know, Babe Ruth. Yeah, back in the day, like you know, a hundred years ago or whatever, uh, and then along comes this guy Shohei Otani, who is one of the best pitchers in Major League uh, Baseball, but is mm. also currently leading the home runs charts. Like he's a fucking machine. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed in the sport. He is cheat mode. Did they do like, like a World Cup recently? Of like, like almost like uh, like they had different nations playing baseball together. And he, they he have, did something amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, in the off season, they had the um, the like yeah an international tournament, uh, and Japan absolutely smoked the United States in yeah. the final. And Shohei Otani put the put a, uh, a home run uh, hit hit like a pitch so hard he put it through the roof of the stadium. Jeez. Like it has like a tarpaulin sort of like um, like a tarpaulin, but you know like the roof of like the the O2. Yeah, yeah, like that over the top of the arena. He put a ball through it. Jesus, he's a fucking machine. He's a monster, that shouldn't guy. be. He yeah. shouldn't be allowed. Um, but I'm gonna play a little bit on him in that my player pitches and hits. Um, so I get a little taste of like both. Um, uh, a pitch in some games, and then uh, and then in the rest, and like swapping between hitting and fielding in center field. Um, so, and well, it's I'm, it's really yeah. good. I really, what I really like about that game is there's so many different variations of how you can, to the mechanics of how you can pitch and, that, and the mechanics of how you can hit as well. And you can find uh, not just uh, how you pitch, how you hit, how you run, how mm. you field. 
there's so many different uh, layers of it, like depending on how difficult you want it to be. Yeah. You can literally have it to be, say, say go for hitting example. You can literally have it to be, you will um, just press a button to swing when the ball is in Close. where you feel the ball is in, in the area. Um, or you like, you literally have like the square uh, where the ball is supposed to be pitched. And if it's outside, then it's a ball. And if it's inside and you miss, then it's a strike. Mm-hmm. And like, you literally have to use the left thumbstick to position the bat. It's in the correct position to in, to hit the ball as it's coming. And then, you know, try and get your angle and your power and your timing. Right. Yeah. Um, the uh, pitching can literally just be like point where you want the pitch to be and press a button, or you can make it incredibly complicated. You can make the running, you can make the fielding as simple or as complicated as you want, yeah. uh, depending on your skill level. I've got most of it set pretty simple because it's the first baseball game I've ever played. <laughs> um, I'm really liking it. There's a really cool mode in it, which I've had a little bit of a dabble in, and I need to go back and check out some more called um, uh, the Negro Leagues. And oh, it's okay. uh, a history of some of the um like uh the big names from from when baseball was segregated wow and there was major leagues and there was the negro leagues um and the uh the chairman i think it's the chairman of the national negro leagues museum mm. is does like these little video presentations where he into like introduces a particular player and then you'll play through some situations some from famous real life matches involving those players Mm. uh and like you know it runs through the history of like the importance of that league and how messed up it was that it was segregated in the first place and and everything and uh i like that it's like what a great thing to put into a game like that right you could quite easily just never ever touch on that and just you know smooth it i can't imagine like I don't know. This, I could be wrong, but I can't imagine, um, you know, uh, a Madden game yeah. ever, like, having a mode in it which addresses America's, like, problematic <laughs> history with black people. Like, I can't yeah. imagine that ever being in there. Um, but, like, yeah, uh, it's 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 really cool. Uh, I need to play some more of it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really solid game. I'm it's, really, really enjoying it. From what I played it. of it, I, really, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it was one of those where yeah. I'm playing it and playing it and playing it, but I, I felt like this is one for couch co-op for me and like to play it with someone or like you say, can you play it across network? Like over yeah. online? Yeah, so yeah, something yeah. like that I'll yeah. be banging to. I haven't dared play, like you can go online and play against randoms and I do not dare mm. because I know oh, I'll no. come against people who've like grown up playing uh, uh, oh. playing um, MLB and like I'll just get absolutely smoked. You but, and I like, just I'd need to well do like for... a Charlie Brown game where we're just like <laughs> constantly throwing yeah. stuff and missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be well up for it, but like I've I've dived into baseball like uh like with both feet. I'm watching um, yeah. highlights for like two teams worth every single day. I've been looking at tickets to go to the London series next year. Mm. Um, so I used to play a lot, but like yeah. I had um hardball on the uh, C64. That was the first time I'd ever ever played a, bar- a baseball game, and that was that was really good because that was really technical. Same sort of thing, yeah, to sort of where you want your pitches to go and stuff on because you had an eight-way joystick and stuff so yeah each direction was a different pitch um and then but yeah i used to play i've played a lot of have you ever played super mega baseball on the kind of pc and it's i think it's on the playstation as well and it's like I think, an honestly, more the, arcadey version but it's bloody i think good. the the only baseball game i've baseball games that i played before this was um baseball in wii sports right yeah uh and the baseball in super monkey ball deluxe okay Nice. That was yeah. it. 
But yeah, no, Super Mega Baseball is basically just an arcade version of 2K, essentially. Uh, yeah. And it's all like sort of slightly big-headed, chibi characters and characters and stuff. But it's a really mm. good one if you want to pick up a cheap version of a baseball game. Yeah. It's well worth picking well, up. Well, the only reason I decided to pick this one up is because it's on Game Pass. Exactly. Um, right. So I thought, well, why not? I'll give it a try. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did. Uh, nice. I really en- enjoy it. Uh, and I'm enjoying the sport. Um, nice. I need to start watching... Um, you know the legendary American um, documentary filmmaker oh, Ken Burns, who yeah. did like the American Civil War series and stuff like that. Uh, he's done a whole series, uh, like nine episodes. Um, you know, each one corresponding with an innings in a baseball game of like oh, just the history an innings. of oh, baseball. Wow. Brilliant. So, you know, it, well, no, each each episode Not is the most like, important innings of like X year or whatever. No, 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 no. I mean, it's like it's a history of baseball, but it's done over nine episodes. It's called like you know first inning, right. seven. Yeah, gotcha. Seven innings, yeah. Um, I'm sure that it will cover things like the Negro Leagues and the oh, segregation brilliant. of baseball and stuff like that, so I can learn a little bit more about it. Um, because like, it's a fascinating sport. Mm. Um, it's like America's, uh, the, well, it's their equivalent of like football, as in like it's the working class yeah. sort of sport. Um, but yeah, um, enough about baseball. Should we talk a little bit about some demos we played because it was Steam Next Fest recently? Yeah. Um, and I played a couple of demos, and one that I downloaded and then didn't play, and I don't know. Oh, I can still play it actually. Excellent. <laughs> um, but I played a couple. Yeah. Um, I think we both played the demo for Jusson. Yes, I think it's the only one I actually played. I think. Okay. But, so. Yeah. That's yeah. about Jusson. So. Saw this on the. Was this? This was on the Xbox. Uh, <clears throat> one of the showcases. It's definitely one of the game summer game fest like yes. showcases. Yeah. And it's one of the ones that really piqued my interest because it was, it, it's all about climbing, and I've got a bit of a soft spot for uh, the games grow up, and grow home. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I had those games in my head while I was playing this. Yeah, so this is like, um, uh, I don't know, a, a, a more um, Shadow of the Colossus meets Grow Up or Grow Home or whatever it's called, and then uh, yeah, you've got kind of independent controls for your for climbing for each arm and leg and stuff and yeah um yeah f- interesting i've got but i got myself twisted up into a lot of pretzels forgetting which hand i needed to lift and move and and that kind of thing it was um yeah, 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 yeah. really interesting atmosphere uh and interesting to see i didn't get all the way through it but um yeah interesting to see where that goes because i think um, i didn't get too high I did. It's not. It wasn't very long. No. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you got quite close to the end. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a particularly long demo. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's Don't Nod, who um, probably best known for the. Um, oh, not Life is Strange. The Life is Strange. Yeah. yeah. The Life is Strange series. Vampire. Uh, various spin-offs. Uh, well, yeah. That's what what I love them for is they're like. Like, um, sort of like slightly creaky seven out of ten, mm. um, flawed but brilliant third person action games. So, the first one was Remember Me, which I think was the first game they made. Yes. Um, Remember Me is an incredible, like, third person, um, uh, sort of Devil May Cry style, uh, like, uh, you know, action y, whatever you call action that genre right, game. Yeah. Um, set in like a, really really cool cyberpunk french city where it's like modern aesthetics on top of 
you know, classical French mm. architecture, an amazing soundtrack that was like glitchy and electronic, but with classical elements in there as well. And like and a whole like sub um, system um, that wasn't used enough of like going into people's memories and like editing them oh, um, yeah. so that they remembered things differently. Um, hence the title of the game. Um, really, really cool, kind of flawed. Vampire, yeah. you know, third person uh, action adventure with some soulsy elements. Yeah, it's a bit, um, a bit vampire game. Meets vampires. Yeah. yeah. Set in London during the middle of the Spanish flu epidemic. Um, fantastic game. Really, really enjoyed it. Again, kind of flawed, but yeah. like it tried something new. So I love that. Um, this seems a little bit different. It seems like mm. a, a smaller budget sort of uh, sort of game, like yeah. not an indie, but maybe like a double A sort of thing. Um, lovely art style, mm. um, very very chill, uh, very like lovely ambient music, um, and you, the, you're literally just climbing. Yeah. You just climb. Um, you discover. I don't know the, the the reason why you're cry, why you're climbing yeah. or the set the like the basis of the setting of the world or anything like that. But um, I was getting the same as you. I was getting real like grow home and grow up vibes. Yeah, uh, and I loved those games. Um, they've those games are weird. They felt like like Ubisoft tech demos. Mm. Of like this is the sort of climbing thing that we could put into, for example, <laughs> an Assassin's Creed game if we wanted to. But we're not going. But the probably the skill ceilings, are, the, the skill floor is probably a little bit too high to put into a game like that. That's got to m- appeal to the masses. Yeah, um, which is a shame. Mm. Um, so they kind of exist just as these weird like tech demos that they sold. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I'm getting a vibe of that off uh, off this, and really? I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how they progress that from what was in the demo. That's the bit that intrigues me with the whole thing. Yeah, like okay. I get what you're doing. It works. It it's technically sound. Like how do you mm-hmm. how do you wrap a story around that? And that's the bit that's that I'm really interested in to see. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this will be yeah. a game this will be a game pass pick up, I think, hopefully. Think fingers crossed at some point. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um hang on. I've got a there's a wild <laughs> You got bugs. Ah, I'm here to drag and climbed off the windowsill. Oh, I didn't tell you that we're now, we're now looking at geckos and torxes and God knows what. Else. Oh yeah, boy, boy's got into uh, he want he wants something like that. So what yeah, sort of thing are you looking at? Well, this is it. It's if he wants a tortoise, but like mm-hmm. the whole like could live ninety years thing is a little bit scary. Oh yeah, yeah, they will outlive you all. Yeah, exactly. So that's a bit yeah. scary. But then, yeah, we were looking at like uh, some some form of gecko that can live in a tank and do its thing, and not necessarily kind of go flying around the house. So uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see when we move, but or if we move. Um. Anyway, if you were to get like a new Caledonian gecko, like a crested or a gargoyle mm. or something like yeah, that, yeah, crested we were looking at. I think the other day. Um, they're incredibly low maintenance. They eat powdered gecko food, which is okay. just like a powdered fruit smoothie. All right. Um, they live at room temperature. There you go. Uh, the only thing you need to do, really, ideally, in advance, is to get a tank and create like your own sort of like bioactive yeah. enclosure because it's they do better in that sort of environment with natural plants and it helps keep the humidity up. Yeah, because they need it humid. Humid. Yeah. Um, 
re- you know, they need it reasonably humid, um, but not particularly hot, like room temperature. Yeah. Like, you know, 20, 22 to 25 degrees. Gotcha. Okay. Which is good. Good to know. Um, uh, yeah, the other game I was playing, um, the demo was a game called Viewfinder. Yes, I've seen lots and lots of um, stuff online about this. Yeah. Um, again, quite a short demo. Uh, how long was it? 13 minutes I played of that one. Uh, okay. The Juice one was, 20, was only half an hour. Uh, so, Viewfinder is a first-person puzzle game um, where you navigate through environments by either taking pictures... Um, picking up pictures of environments and like overlaying them on the world to create new paths. Mm. It's this is a thing that like I can try and describe it, but you kind of really need to see it yeah. in motion. You need to go and watch the trailer. Um, but then after a while in the demo, you get a camera, and then you're taking pictures of the environment, and then using those pictures to then create new paths, bridge gaps, um, finish bridges, things yeah. like that. Um, it's fascinating the tech behind it yeah like just the way that it's like you can take a picture of an environment and then overlay it and then suddenly boom it's like it feels there in, in black and white yeah. but it's a solid part of the environment now yeah but it also fills in the third dimension so you're taking it in 2d but it's actually creating a third dimension to go around yes yeah, so that's you're the laying like a, a flat picture on the world yeah. But then it takes in the depth of the subject that you took the picture of. Yeah. Uh, so like so if you took a picture creates... of a bridge from the side and then mm-hmm. placed it across something and then you could go around the edge of it and then it's now got width and depth. So, yeah, yes. it's very weird. But I, I it's love fascinating. It. Yeah. The technology kind of makes my head, mm. um, it makes my brain wrinkle. Like, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Um, it's very, very cool. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. The other game I downloaded the demo for I haven't played yet is that Thirsty Suitors. Yes, um, it's a bit too horny for me, unfortunately. Uh, well, I from from what I, I've understood, it's it's more like a story about um, you know, going back home after having been away for a long time and trying to fit back in with like your family, uh, and the town itself and the people you used to hang out with in that town or whatever. Mm. Um, and uh, it's, it's like, there's a whole, it's a real hodgepodge of different um, gameplay types. Uh, there was a really good interview on um, not waypoint radio. What are they called now? Uh, replay. Uh, not replay. Re- no. Re- remap. Yeah. Remap. So, on uh yeah um remap radio uh patrick lepic interviewing um the guys who made it and um uh, yeah it's it sounds fascinating i haven't the demo is still available so i'm gonna give that a play at some point but um that's all i managed to play of the steam next fest um because uh there's other big games out um we should probably dive into those uh first of all um jazzy Mm. You have been playing yes. Final Fantasy 16, yeah. which I'm incredibly jealous about. Um, <laughs> or I have like a copy that. of it yeah. in my in my like uh, in my basket online. Oh, right. I haven't bought it yet, no. But uh, it's, it's like my partner's birthday's coming up, and I think I'll oh, just buy it for her. Yes, and then maybe in six months I'll be able to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I call it, Final Fantasy 16 or cutscene the game. 
Um, it, yes. It is very much up there with um, Metal Gear Solid it's like 4. like 10 hours. Yeah. 10 hours of cutscenes. There's a lot of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does feel, a very, especially in the early going, like you're just lurching from one cut. You know, most some Final Fantasy games where you kind of, you watch a cutscene and then it gives you control and then you walk across a corridor and then there's another cutscene for 20 minutes. It, yeah. it has that. But um but it's very it's got a very different um feel to it in this one in as much as it's definitely gone to, and I I'm trying to hesitate and use the words game of thrones but it's got like there's lots of swearing and like raunchiness and kind of yeah lots of very dark themes and topics right from the get-go and, you think, mm-hmm. oh, and it's a bit kind of like this is a bit this is a bit much you know a lot of fun gore fun. right well not gore and a lot of like kind of heavy themes as well like i don't mm-hmm. really want to give it away too much but like in, no 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 in the demo don't. like it just just from in the demo like how you as the main character and your brother and what happens between the two of you and stuff and yeah, it's um, yeah, it's really quite quite heavy and not I wouldn't say disturbing, but just kind of like wow, you like you've gone there already and with this kind of stuff, that's 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 insane, you know. Like whereas like you used to Final Fantasy VII, that's kind of like oh, let's you know we're we're terrorists who want to save the world, yeah, guys. Uh, it's not that at all. It's kind of like yeah, it's full on from the start, and uh, but it's what I've wanted. I mean, I, I said to you from the day like from day one, I wanted a, a Final Fantasy game that was basically based on 7 Remake, but was in the kind of, I think, is it uh, is it 6 or 3, which whichever one it is, which is based on that kind of more medieval steampunk, you know, magic and the ether kind of um, world. And yeah, that's 6 what, was like that, yeah. and 9 was like that as well. Yeah, so it's, it's that, that's the bit that... 12, kind of. Kind of, yeah, sort of. And, um, yeah, that's the kind of, like, Final Fantasy I... I I wanted to go back to so this is giving me that in spades it's it's beautiful like it, it is like watching um there's it says some of the aesthetics is a little like from the ui and stuff is a little elden ringy not necessarily from the gameplay standpoint but um but that's the most interesting bit about it is that it's not just um hold your button down and the move a canned animation goes off this is very much again another reference to it second reference to it in this episode but it's very much like devil may cry yeah you know, like a third person action game and it is kind of like babies devil may cry it's not um you're not going to be smashing out incredible combos but you do have to um use your abilities in the right way to kind of take enemies down quicker and get your sort of sure. bonus points and stuff so yeah that that yeah. has been like having that direct control now really does change how the game feels but like I say, there's not enough. Like I've played for it for six hours now, and I don't really yeah. feel like I've been let out into the world. You know, like in um, Xenoblade Chronicles, you kind of go through your hour and a half, two hours of cutscenes at the start, and then they just mm-hmm. go right. There's the world. Go off and grind a bit and just get used to the mechanics and fight some monsters. This doesn't do that. It's very sort of okay. Cutscenes ended. You're going to walk through this very linear path that opens up into an arena oh dear you've got to fight some enemies and then you fight some enemies move on to a boss kill the boss move on to another cutscene 
And that's, I've just been lurching from one cutscene to the next, to the next, to the next. And that's been quite frustrating. But what does propel you through it is it's an incredible story. I am really enjoying what story is there and the twists and turns and the kind of, like I said, a Game of Thronesiness of the whole thing. And um, it is like watching a, an interactive TV show um, mm. to, to some respects. But um, a lot of the controversy around the mechanics and stuff is all to do with um, the way they, they're handling their accessibility and their, um, uh, and their kind of difficulty levels. So they're doing it with items that are, so you've got rings that you can put on in the, like equip, but some of them are like, this will just, this ring will make you dodge instantly. So you just sure. it just takes dodging out of the out of the equation. It just does it for you. So by mm. default, there's a lot of the, a couple of these rings that are put on that basically mean you don't really have to do anything. You can just literally button mash to a degree, and right. it will do every it will heal you, dodge for you, do all the special moves and combos for you. All you've got to do is just hit the attack button, and it well. does initially feel a little um, empty. Is the best way I can describe it. But once I, I was like, right, I'm going to take the training wheels off now, get rid of these rings and kind of like trying to do it for myself, actually trying to pull these moves off and actually like timing the dodges. If you time a dodge right, everything slows down a bit Bayonetta-like and you can get in there with, you know, get in there with some combos and get in there with a couple of your special moves. And actually it starts to feel a little bit more like lively and, and mm. interesting. And then to add to that... Um, in the f- some of the fights you have, you get in. They they pull in like kind of cinematic mode, so you'll get say you get down to like half a half a health bar with a, a, a boss. It'll go into cinematic mode, and then it, and then you've got like QTE events and stuff, and it feels really like Azura's Wrath. I don't know if you've played that game. Oh yes, I did. Yeah, and it, it goes a bit Azura's Wrath, and you've got to. Yeah, like you've got QTE events and these big things are going off and it feels really spectacular and then it comes back and you get to fight some more and then it goes out into another QTE and it really does, it's not just whack on the monster until it dies. It actually really does give it a big a feel of epicness. I, I can't really explain why, but there are certain elements to this that, that make it really feel big and epic and... Um, a lot of fun to be involved in the fight, even if you it's taking it away from you a little bit to give you a rest with the QTE. So, yeah, there's a lot of it that is... Um, a, there's a lot to like, but there's also a lot to... There's a lot of downtime, and that's what I'm finding with it. I want to I, I want to be under my own agency for a bit now. And I yeah. think I'm just getting to that point, like sort of six hours in. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah... There's a there's a lot to like, and I'm hoping that you know, next time I speak to you about it, and I've got a bit for, bit deeper into it, that um, yeah, I'll be I'll be fanboying on it a little bit more. But uh, at the moment, it's kind of like yeah, really enjoying it. Could just tone the cutscene scenes like amount down a little bit, but um, yeah, definitely a, a story, definitely a story worth persevering with though, because it's 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 a lot of fun. Well, not fun, but yeah. a lot of very interesting. I had high hopes for the story and the general direction of the game mm. um, straight away when I heard that uh, it was Yoshi P, who's uh, yeah, kind of, who originally was a was the director of the Dragon Quest series, and then got moved across to and famously saved Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and uh, under his stewardship, that game has gone from strength to strength. Um, so 
I had high hopes for Final Fantasy 16 already. Uh, everything I've seen, heard about it, just makes me want to play it even more. I like the sort of like DMC light, uh, yeah. the idea of like DMC light combat, like um, combos, but not like stupid bayonetta one combo junkie nonsense. No, it's uh, definitely not because that I at all. I couldn't ever get my head around that stuff. Really, um, it's too much to remember, uh, and my fingers get confused. Um, the accessibility stuff kind of sounds a little bit like um, some of the chips that you would have in um, near Automata. Yeah. So you could have like, you know, you'd set those chips um, for yeah, different abilities, different buffs and stuff like that. And you could have ones that would be like automatically take a health potion if your health drops below a certain amount. Stuff yeah. Like that. It definitely um, feels like near Automata was a game I was going to kind of use as a reference for the combat. Like, you know how that the combat feels in near it's it's similar is it does it feel as tight as not necessarily because i okay. think it's a little bit more it's a little bit more forgiving in the windows and stuff so okay you dodge fine. windows and stuff so it's it, it, it yeah. is very much sort of more like fisher price than than near but it's kind that's, of nearer that that's level. fine yeah but like it, do, it doesn't feel sloppy no like, not at all no, no it doesn't because feel a lot of um platinum uh adjacent games mm. feel sloppy as shit yeah uh, no, it's, and, it's, uh, it feels good but there's like i think they've just put out a patch with that's gonna that sort of sort, sorts out some of the camera work because there's a there's a few um little bits to do with the camera where you're, you are just literally flailing way off screen sometimes and mm-hmm. you know that that kind of stuff so they've put in some more camera options and they've toned down the motion blur when you turn the camera Literally, okay. as I turn the camera, as I'm turning the camera, I have no idea what's going on. It's just, it's too much. So they've given you five levels of motion blur now. You can sort of, t- so you can tone it down and actually feel like it's a little bit, whoa. Every time you turn the camera, you don't know what's going on and who's where. You can't pick anything out. So I've turned that right down now as well. But uh, And I'm playing it in graphics mode because I've just find that, uh, sorry, not graphics mode, in performance frame rate mode because I'm just finding that the, the graphics mode where it's like all bells and whistles it's mm. knocking it down to 30 and it it just dips below every now and then and it just i find it a little bit frustrating so just frame rate right rate mode all day long yeah yeah performance mode i yeah. always go for performance mode yes. i'd rather have a game that like that that, that feels better exactly um, so but um like i say some really good performances i mean finchie's the main guy um that, that of your party that you kind yeah, of follow, yeah. and that's just Ralph Ineson. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the main the main guy is, is does a good job of like being the kind of very earnest, you know, um, school like, schooler like, but also he's got yeah. a bit of a he actually does play it with a little bit of kind of heart, and it's not completely like miserable, which is quite nice. But um, mm. yeah, it's like I say, you really get into the characters, you really sort of getting. I'm really I love the world and the vibe of the world, so um. Yeah, it's really like I say the the actual story is really propelling me through, and I'm really fascinated to see because there's already been a sort of a lot of twist things where I thought it was going and it didn't. So um, yeah, um, yeah, fascinated to see what the rest of it's all about. So yeah, hopefully I can get some more hours into it. So good, yeah, man, good, good game. Well, um, speaking of Ralph Ineson, Ineson, how do you pronounce his name? Um, <clears throat> he is in Diablo 4 as well. Oh, okay. Um, he voices your... Uh, stop me if this sounds uh, familiar. <laughs> he voices the main your main companion throughout the game. Oh, really? Um, yeah. 
um so yeah diablo 4 uh we me and uh nick talked uh quite a bit about this after having played the um uh, second beta the open beta okay uh a while ago um absolutely loved it uh long after a long wait because like i like I've, I've been itching for a new diablo for a while because like, i played the fuck out of diablo 3 mm. on three different platforms uh, and I was ready for like uh, ready for a new Diablo. And as much as I enjoy um, Path of Exile, it doesn't quite scratch the itch for me because it's a, it's not it's 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 very close to Diablo, but it's not a direct Diablo clone. It's you know it does its own thing in certain ways. So I wanted a new Diablo, and oh boy, did we get a new Diablo? Uh, um, sorry about that. Uh, my recording, well, my recording died, and I didn't even notice. And I talked at length about how much I was really enjoying Diablo Four, uh, and <laughs> I really can't be bothered to go over that again. <laughs> so, here's the crib notes. Um, Diablo Four is um, it's an online game now. Um, so you play it with other people out in the open world, like a like Destiny or whatnot. Um, they've improved the the leveling system. It's much more intuitive now. There's a lot more. There's a lot more scope. There's a lot more content. The story's really good. It's open world. It's it's fucking great. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, and then we <laughs> talked a little bit about the FTC Microsoft um yeah. stuff. Um, oh, yeah. how silly it is yeah. and how dumb console fanboys are and how Microsoft owning all the video game companies is probably bad um yeah that's about the gist of it uh yeah sorry about that i that's, I, I just looked up that's and i noticed like the clocks the not the clock's not running on my recording what's going on and then i clicked on adobe and it was like well um so yeah well, oh well there you i'm go. gonna enjoy editing to, all this together it happens <laughs> to all the best podcasts don't you worry it does it does at least we have i hope uh, an episode. Um, I saved the other audio stuff. That's what I we think should it'll still be all right. That's what we should call this episode. Just call it an episode of Laps Gamer. An episode. Yeah. An episode. Okay. I'll try and remember that one. I edit it. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's about it. Like, actually, this is probably good. You've been spared me rambling on for ages about a, a video game that that uh, most of you probably aren't don't care about. Um, but uh, oh, don't be like that. It was, it I mean, was nice to listen to. I, I was interested oh, in the oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. There you um, go. I had my own no one, one, one man personal podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, well. <laughs> These things happen. Exactly. Um, anyway, thanks very much, uh, dear listener, for listening. Um, Chazzy, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Um, not a problem. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks and we will hopefully be talking either about uh, a, a video game that's getting entered into the uh, Labs Gamer Radio Hall of Fame yeah. or maybe another video game related uh, film. As Colm was film. Saying. Yeah, as Colm says. A film. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, catch us in a couple of weeks. Uh, but until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye.